0: Welcome to the Watermark Students Podcast, a podcast for students featuring students where we discuss the everyday issues of teenage life from a Christian perspective. For more information on Watermark Students, check out watermark.org students. We hope that this episode is helpful to you.
1: Hey there, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Watermark Students Podcast. My name is Kaylee Rye, and today I am joined by Jermaine Harrison. Great to be back. Austin Mankin. We
2: are back and better than ever.
1: Glad to have you and today's guest today is Colin Keaton. Colin, introduce yourself a little bit. Tell yourself, who are you?
3: (laughs) Tell yourself. (laughs) Let's go Colin. Tell us. Hey, I'm Colin Keaton. Uh, I am a sophomore at Lake Highlands High School. Awesome. Go Cats. Go Go Cats.
1: Cats. Colin, thank you for being here today. We're excited to have you. As always, we're going to start off today's podcast getting to know each other a little bit better and Mm. so um, I have just been dying to know this about all three of you,
2: mm.
0: truly just dying to know. I'm listening. And good.
1: so today I would love to know if you guys were to compete in an Olympic sport, which one would you compete in that you actually think you have a, the, the best, best chance, chance of winning? Yeah, yes. the best mm. chance of winning a medal. Wow. A
0: y- you one. mean so, like yeah. Tokyo 2020 in the summer of 2021? Precisely. Mm. Yes. That's good. I'm glad you asked that question. So I've been...
2: winter and summer?
1: Yeah, it could be either. Okay. Hey. All right. Okay.
2: Okay, for, first of all, Jermaine's going into it. He already <laughs> has the answer. I
1: can see it, guys. First His of all, list of Olympic sports. We, ready? we think <laughs> yes.
0: I have the list of Olympic sports pulled up, and before that up I, before I even go into this, here's the thing: we all think that we're so much better or have um, much more capability than we actually possess. You know, yeah. like you see the field goal kicker missing the, the field goal. You see the, mm. the player, the basketball player missing the shot at the last second. And you think to yourself, that was such an easy layup. How could they miss or how could they miss that field goal? Well, they're a professional athlete and you're not. And so <laughs> you probably would do way less, way um, less better. Not less, as an Olympian. <laughs> I don't know. However, so with no, that I, big I, caveat, if I were to have a big caveat, if I were to have enough time to train and prepare I think the Olympic sport that I would place get a bronze medal maybe a silver if you will in would be rugby
2: (laughs) rugby wow
0: okay I would
1: love to see you compete in the sport of rugby
0: I I think I have the 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 body type the strength (laughs) the stature the um tenacity the tenacity the hand eye coordination to be able to successfully succeed
2: in rugby, okay. If I were to play, yeah. wow. wow, rugby guys. Mine's short, it's sweet, it's simple. <laughs> Been thinking about this. If you guys don't know, I'm approximately six foot six inches tall. Same. So that's a very tall person. Yeah. It's like it's weirdly tall. <laughs> Kaylee goes <And> so, same. <laughs> Just kidding, everyone.
1: I'm five two. So
2: I think with my reach and my hand eye coordination, I could successfully compete in fencing. <laughs> wow I really think I could You could have a good lunch <laughs> Yes uh, I really feel like I got a good shot But okay. I don't know Can't
3: wait to watch you mm. compete yes. Yeah um, All in. Those are good ones I think I would go more of the Winter Ralphs some more team sports, uh, yeah. maybe yeah. bobsled. That could be interesting. Uh, yeah, I'll just hop in.
2: You just you just kind of sit in that
3: thing yeah. and just ride. It, it's like, been...
1: that simple. No, yeah. it
0: takes a lot of leg strength to get your bobsled going at Jermaine's the speed.
1: Jermaine's with all the analytics.
3: <laughs> it's yeah. true. <laughs> I'll just get Jermaine behind me with those strong legs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah all the way <laughs> with the tenacity that he's yeah. got.
1: With that rugby build, he's ready for the
2: ball. I mean, it's thought a lot about this. <laughs> surprise.
1: Well, guys, over here is. Speaking of six, six figures, um, my 5'2 self would excel in the Olympic sport of gymnastics. Mm. And some context is I did break my arm on the uneven bars at a birthday party in elementary okay. school. But... I think that I would yeah. most likely to just um
2: minor setback for minor major comeback. setback.
1: You know, all yeah. Olympic athletes really probably have had a big injury. Yeah. So that was mine and now I'm ready to go <laughs> get the
2: goal. Big to comeback tonight.
3: story. Exactly.
2: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Guys, great answers, great just observations on Olympic sports in general. And rugby. um, and we are transitioning because we have a great topic to discuss and we have Colin to discuss it with us. Colin, we are talking today about your experience as a high schooler. You are a sophomore, correct? Yes, I am. And we just wanted to hear just ways that you've been able to live out your faith and influence others for Christ. And what does it mean to really live on mission in a school that's opposed to Christianity? And so how do you do that with confidence? What are practical ways that you've done that before? Um, but I'd love to just start by hearing your story and just share with the audience, you know, how you came to know Christ and when you accepted the gospel for the first time.
3: Uh, Yeah, for me, uh, I've always grown up with uh, just loving parents and a loving family that have really just wanted me to know Christ because of how much he's done for them. And uh, I really came to know Christ better uh, at a camp called Kanakuk and uh, really opened my eyes. And I would always thrive off of that uh, every year, that just relationship with Christ that it would bring me. But it just wouldn't last long enough for me because I have the whole year and that's only a few weeks out of the whole year. And so I would always be wanting more. And then this past year, uh, it got cut off short because of COVID. Uh, it really uh, messed uh, the whole world up. And so I just didn't have uh, the days at camp that I really needed to, yeah. I guess, get closer to Christ as I normally do. And so when I came home, it just really uh, pushed me to take initiative in my faith for myself because uh, I didn't have uh, camp as I normally did. And so I just uh, used the people around me and the resources I had to just uh, develop my relationship with Christ and just through a lot of accountability and encouragement and just putting just so much more time to my relationship with Christ. Uh, That's amazing. Colin,
0: something that you said that was just like really encouraging to me was you talked about how your parents um, and their faith was a significant influence on you um, trusting in Christ. And man, I think just to the audience listening, I know that some of you um, are, you know, in families where you don't have a mom or a dad, even present, or you don't have a mom or a dad who loves the Lord and wants you to um, follow him. And so if that's you, man, I just want to remind you of like the purpose of this podcast. Like we talk about the issues of everyday life, but from a Christian perspective. And the reason why we talk about it from a Christian perspective is because Christ is our hope. Like we believe that he lived, that he was real, that he was 100% God, 100% man, came, lived, died, and rose again from the, the dead for your sins and for mine and to reconcile us with God. And so, man, if you're listening and you this is your first time or you've never heard the gospel, I hope you heard it loud and clear there. And I hope that you're encouraged by the fact that a teenager, a 16-year-old, um, through the influence largely of his parents, and the power of the Holy Spirit
2: came to understand and know um, the love of Christ. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, and when you accepted Jesus, you didn't just accept him as you know, Savior, but you accepted him as Lord, yeah. Lord of your life, and you willingly submitted to him. And so I'd love to hear, after you accepted him as Savior, what did it look like to accept him as Lord over your life, specifically in just ways that you've gotten to be on mission in your school and influence others for Christ? What are ways that you've uh, got to practically live out the gospel?
3: Yeah, for me, it's just been a lot of like just asking people about their faith and just trying to uh, be more intentional with all my relationships with the people around me and just asking like how I can pray for them as I just know people around me always ask me and just encourage me to ask others. And then just living a godly life as like James 2.18 says, just showing uh, people your faith by your works. And that's just, uh, I just really uh, work toward making that evident in my life. Mm -hmm. And then just like myself, poor systems around me, uh, like my Bible study that I just love to invite yeah. people to. Yeah. And, so
2: that's something you mentioned before. I'd love to hear just a little bit more on, you mentioned that you're part of a Bible study that you're actually leading. So tell us a little bit more about that and how you started that.
3: Yeah. Me and uh, a few guys after uh, camp this last summer started in July and uh, they were like, I was like one of the first people to come because a few uh, other guys at my school started it. And I just uh, saw how much uh, God was just working in their lives. And it just really encouraged me to just be like, I guess more bright in uh, my faith. I think it's in Matthew five sixteen 16, about just like letting your light shine. And yeah. so in that, uh, I just uh, saw what they was doing it for them. And so I just really want to be a part of that. And so I just helped them lead that. And we just saw that as a great opportunity just to invite people and just teach them more about like the word of God.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Colin, are those, so classmates, friends, teammates, like where where were you when you like kind of got invited to this to this Bible study as it was starting?
3: Yeah, uh, it was actually over the summer. And uh, I only I knew all the guys that were starting it, but it was more of like school friends, as people at public school would know. It's like people you know of, but you don't really hang out with. And yeah. one guy I'd known for a while, though, uh, just came up to me in football practice, actually, over the summer and just said, hey, we're starting this. You should come. And I was like, yes, I'll come. That sounds great. And just in that, just through their one act has brought me to her. That's amazing.
0: That's amazing. I I love that that part right there of like the boldness and courage of, you know, your friend on the football team to to just invite you. And I think that's a helpful point to make in this conversation about the power of an invite. You know, um, if you're listening to this and you're a follower of Jesus, like you have um, an easy way as a teenager to be influential for Christ by just Literally just going up to someone, you know, someone who's a friend, someone who maybe isn't even that close of a friend and saying, hey, I'm going to fill in the blank. Do you want to come with me? I'd love for you to come with me. Um, And who knows how the Lord can use that in that person's life, even if they never come. But just knowing that there is someone their age who was walking with Jesus, who wanted to invite them to experience the same um, joy and peace uh, and and everything else that comes with uh, an abiding relationship with Christ.
1: Yeah. And I love that you mentioned James too, also Colin, just of like, hey, I'll show you my faith by my works. And it's important because a lot of times we can be like, I have to work really hard to be a good Christian. And the difference in what you are saying is, no, I understand that my salvation is by grace through faith alone. I can do nothing to earn it. Like God has given it as a gift. But I want people to see that my life has been changed by the way that I live, by the way that I treat others, by the things that I do, my works, you know, I want that to be a reflection of your faith. And I think every student can be tempted to have their faith be really private and to never like show fruit of their faith. And I'm really encouraged that you were convicted by that of like, no, I want people to see my faith in action because we believe in a good gospel and that changes the way we live.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. We believe, man, every student is just one invitation away from a relationship with Jesus Christ. That invitation is huge. Um, and that invitation really sets the stage for greater and deeper conversations, but it's really the open door to get them, to invite them, to have a conversation, to invite them to something where they can see the gospel lived out. And so you mentioned the Bible study. I'd love to just hit on that a little bit more. Uh, can you just tell us practically what the Bible study looks like for students who are like, I I don't know how to, uh, put my faith into action. As we talked about, um, what is the Bible study looked like and how, you know, can students understand, you know, maybe how can they do that in their own school?
0: Yeah. Let me let me set the stage for you, Colin. Okay. It's, it's, it's mid April 2021. Um, the weather outside is amazing. You're about to start a Bible study outside in a park somewhere, um, and you're inviting your friends out and it's a great day, perfect weather. What are you doing? Um, how does that Bible study go? And um, yeah, just kind of paint the picture for us. Yeah. Along with my painted picture.
3: Mm. Uh, Yeah. uh, What we started off doing was we all live really close to White Rock Lake. And so we would just go out there. We'd all bring a few blankets, bring our Bibles. And we would just uh, invite people and just sit down outside in the grass. And we would have one guy, uh, Biak, he would always come and bring his guitar. And he would just... uh, Wait, what's his name? Biak.
2: Wow. What a great name. Uh, The guys that
3: started from Burma.
2: Okay. (laughs) Love love to see Biak. On the guitar.
3: Yeah, and so we would just all come we would start off with one song cuz we just love to like really set the mood and just be in the I guess the Lord's presence and just have the Holy Spirit fill us and then through that we would start with John because just it was really important for us to start with the gospel and just really hit home with what the Bible is about. And so we would have a different person uh lead every time and we would just come uh they would just we would do the song they would start leading we would just go through through ver- a few verses at a time, just read through them and then just really break them down and just like take our takeaways from them, ask questions and just really get to see what the Lord is saying. And then we would just do that through the a whole chapter at a time. And then at the end, we would uh, go through prayer requests for anyone that just uh, needs any prayers about anything, just because the power of prayer is so important. And then after that, we would have a a testimony if anyone wants to share, if we had planned one, uh, because it's just really important for us to see a uh, how the Holy Spirit and God is working through the people's lives that go to our school, and just yeah. evident for everyone else to see. And then we would just pray out, and then uh, be would lead us in two more songs. <laughs> That's
0: amazing. amazing. That lead is us. amazing. Let me ask you a couple questions. So, are there any adults that are at this Bible study? No. So it's all, all it's kids. all it's all teenagers. Yeah. Um, who are deciding to gather together unprompted? No one else is organizing it, but you guys.
3: Yeah, exactly. is it guys
0: and girls or is it just guys? Uh,
3: it started with uh, just a few guys, and then uh, the very f- and then we posted on Instagram like, "Hey, we're having a lot of fun. Like anyone is welcome. You guys should come." And then just a few girls uh, reached out to us and said, "Hey, like, can we come?" We were like, "Yes, of course." And so now it's both.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. The power of an invite. Like you got invited, um, and it's continued to grow from you know a small group of five or six to like sometimes ten times that. That's incredible to 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 even think about that. Um, if you're listening and you're a teenager, man, the power of an invite and the possibilities that the Lord can use you and your testimony and your boldness and your courage to encourage other Christians or to even invite other people into a relationship with Him is is man so profound.
2: Yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah. And I think you something that is specific from your story. That's an incredible reminder is just the importance of doing it with other people and the power of community in this. You know, you had other friends that love the Lord and want to live for him. And you guys all got together and we're like, how can we be influential for uh-huh. Christ in our school? And God has blessed that. And it's really encouraging to hear. And if someone's listening and they're like, I want to do that. I want to be on fire for God. I want to be used by him in my school, but I don't know where to start. Maybe the best place to start is to look to your left and your right and be like, does anyone else have the same faith that I do? And mm-hmm. if so, like I should go have a conversation with that person and be like, how can we live for Christ in our school? Like what can we do? And it, it could be a social media invite. It could be, let's just get together and have deep conversations. Let's like you said, it, it isn't this huge complicated thing. You opened up the Bible and you read it and you gave yeah. people space to ask questions. And so it didn't have to be this huge complicated thing. Um, and the Bible speaks for itself, you know, and the Lord is using that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, And just speak to, I'd love to hear, speak to the the student who's listening, who's maybe intimidated by sharing their faith or never has before, or never even thought about inviting another student to something like this. Um, Maybe speak to the challenges that you have faced um, just to encourage that student who's listening.
3: Yeah. Well, just first of all, uh, the main thing for, I feel like everyone in high school is just the fear of man. That everyone's just afraid of uh, what others will think about them or uh, what might happen to their uh, own, I guess, popularity, uh, in a sense, uh, when they ask uh, someone to reach out to anyone about that. And you just, you have to really look past that because that's in the end, that's not really what it's about. And just, if you just take that first step and just invite them, you can see like all the fruit that can come from that. And like, you don't know how powerful, as you guys were saying, one invite could be just bringing someone to Christ for the first time or just letting them like share in that moment and just, uh, really showing them what like God's love can be about is just what's really important to us. Yeah.
0: And like, as you were speaking, um, the thoughts I wanted to share on what you said just now is... Um, just thinking about our audience or students that are listening, like I'm sure there's someone listening who's like, man, I'm not I'm not ready to be that bold and courageous. Like I'm afraid of what people think of me. I'm afraid of, uh, you know, how I'll be viewed if I'm going to be viewed as the like the Bible guy or the Bible girl. (laughs) And every time they come, they're walking down the hallway, it's like, oh, no, let me avoid them because they're going to invite me to this next thing. Uh, Whatever it is, man, those those insecurities pale in the light of the the possibility of another soul um, uh, coming to faith in Christ or growing in the relationship with him. And so my encouragement to you, if maybe any of that relates to you, is that you're ready to lead. Like your life doesn't have to be clean and spotless and perfect. In fact, Colin's life isn't clean (laughs) and spotless and perfect. Um, But if you are daily submitting and surrender to God and wanting to pursue him by the power of his spirit to live in a way that honors him, man, you're ready to lead. Um, you're ready to, you know, be there. If you're someone who is invited, like you might even have that temptation of like, Oh, it's a Bible study. Why would I go to that? Do they know what I've done? Do they know where I've been or whatever it might be? And man, if that's you, you're ready to be there. There's no qualifications for being at, at this Bible study or whatever it is that, um maybe your Christian friends are inviting you to other than you're being invited. So come on.
2: Yeah. I think it can be easy for anyone to just get caught up in having the right answer and that just making them not say anything at all because they don't have the right apologetic or know the problem of evil or whatever. And so they just don't say anything at all. And I would just say like, people just want to hear a genuine answer about something that has changed your life. And if you get to just look back on your life and say, Hey, God was good to me in this point in my life. And I not only want to remember that, but to share it with others, man, that's what people want to hear is something that changed your life. And so use your story. It's like the greatest, one of the greatest evangelism tools um, to share. And that is a great answer. And so just to close, as we look back on just your story and what you've shared, I'd love to hear just maybe one last piece of advice that you give a student who's listening, um, who needs to grow maybe in their boldness of sharing Christ with others.
3: Yeah, I mean a big thing in my life is just Philippians 121, to live is Christ to die is gain and just uh living out your life as if it were Christ and just not looking back and and not looking at the consequences just how it says to die is gain like not looking at what could go wrong or what bad could happen but just seeing how uh you can help others and how you can just uh spread God's word to others around you because we all know how powerful that is. And just my final takeaway is just that do not think of uh, any of the possible consequences for yourself, but the possible salvation of others. And oh. just in that, looking to others before yourself and just spreading God's love as much as you can.
0: Love well, that. That's is. Amazing. so good. That's amazing. Man, and the last thing I would say, if you'll have me,
2: been, um, <laughs> I don't know, my man, just, <laughs> mic <drop with laughs> that that did, just mic drop with that one. He did just
0: a mic drop. Yeah. That's um, so good. Uh-huh. The, the last thing I would say is that. Matt, Colin has a great support system around him like he's not perfect and he's not the a super Christian just because he's on this podcast. In fact, he knows that he isn't. And so he has um, systems of support around him that in- continue to encourage him in his faith, whether that be his small group leaders through um our church or whether that be his young life leaders, um, at, at young life at their school, or whether that be, um, his community group of other young men who have raised their hand to become members of this local, um, expression of God's body, this church and said, and said, Hey, I want to be, um, uh, Counted. I want to be held accountable. I want to be encouraged and challenged and strengthened by other believers. He has all of those things around him, all of those support systems around him that help to support. Him being on mission and being influential for Christ. Um, And that was what was missing with the or what can be missing in any of our lives when we experience the so-called camp high where you go to camp, you, you know, you're motivated, you're encouraged in your faith and you go, let's go. When I go back home, I'm going to be all in for Jesus. And you go back home. And there's there's no small group leader. There's no community group. There's no um, young life leader encouraging in your faith. There's no maybe parents that are spurring you on. Man, if that's you, I want to encourage you to get plugged in to your local church. You don't have to wait until you're an adult to become a member of a church like that's God's support system for you to be influential for him. When you're surrounded, uh, when you choose to surround yourself with godly people who spur you on in your faith.
1: So. it's so good Colin um thank you so much for sharing your story just yeah. the idea that the nice, gospel Colin. truly does change your life and um when you hear about it at a camp setting or if you hear about it just through simply reading the word or by hearing someone's story like it has the power to transform us truly from death to life i um, mean yeah. there is so much hope in that and like you said we're called we're called to share that and we're called to be bold in our faith and i think that we just sometimes are timid and that we have fear of man and we have a lot of um just nerves that come with this idea of sharing our faith. But God has called us to be lights and witnesses to other people. And I'm so encouraged that that doesn't come with an age requirement or a maturity requirement that we don't have to clean ourselves up before we can be used by God. But all we have to do is simply start and look for an area that God could be calling us to invite others in, to share our faith with them, to maybe just share a story with them. And that is exactly what you and your friends are doing at Lake Highlands. And we are so encouraged by that. And we'll continue to be praying for you all. And our challenge to anyone listening here is, um, just to be praying for the Lord to give you eyes to see where where he could be using you um and where you maybe could step out in boldness to share your faith as well. And so um again, thank you for being Let's here. Let's go Colin. Let's awesome. Um yeah. that's it for today's episode, guys. Can't wait to be back to dive into whatever our next subject is <laughs> we'll gonna be. We'll be here. Yeah. Hope you guys will be too. But until then, Stay have tuned. a great week of to worship.
2: Tokyo 2021. Yes, Jermaine wow. and his rugby. Yes. <laughs> See ya. We'll see, see y'all ya. later.